It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, I am Adrian Leiser sitting in for, I'm breaking my microphone, but mostly sitting in for Austin Horton today and uh, sitting in for Jeff Miller. I'll let them introduce themselves. Uh, regular host, I'll call myself the guest today as you guys. It's our first show together. Uh, yeah, it will be our first show together. It's our second. I think. Our second, second or third. Yes, but I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Go ahead, George. George Oscar. I don't know if my mic's on. I can't oh, hear myself. Is. Try it now. All right, George Oska, General Sales Manager, Mark Miller Subaru. Okay. Roger Parkin, GSM of the uh, Southtown store. So you guys are at separate locations? We're at separate locations. Competing like, with each other, I would say? No, we so, like to think- Friendly competition. Friendly competition. We, we, we yeah. like to think that we're one store with two locations. We are, yes. yes yeah. definitely. And uh, Mark, uh, glad to have you guys in here today. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is winter. And, uh, of course, uh, we're going to talk about the share of the love and everything. I, I say this every time as a Mark Miller Subaru customer myself on my second car p- purchased awesome. through uh, you guys. Uh, I always say it's a, I love doing this show because it's really easy for me to talk about how easy it is to deal with uh, Mark Miller Subaru. Awesome. Yeah, so I had a little 07 Impreza, and now I've got a 13 Impreza, and I love both. I actually kind of miss my 07. It's a little <laughs> sedan. 07 was a good year. Yeah, it was the yeah. sedan, and it was uh, kind of had like the racing-looking seats uh-huh. and things. Yep. It was a fun little car. Isn't it funny how you get that romantic connection to a car here and there so Oh yeah, throughout was, your life? That was definitely the one. And uh, But it was sad to see it go, but I love, now I'm in a hatchback, so love it as well. So uh, A little more versatile with the five-door. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I... I fill that trunk up i live out of my car it seems like so <laughs> i use all that seems like work, yeah. Yeah. seems like working in this industry that you work in that all of you guys live out of your oh cars. yeah and like in, uh, <laughs> you're always here in the fall i coach high school volleyball so i'm just straight oh, wow. from here to the, my i just fill the car with fast ju- junior high uh high school, high school so yeah uh so i definitely i feel like i just Whenever I can, I sleep. They sleep comfortably, too. Hey, <laughs> just throwing that out there. I fit in that. I'm tall, and I still can sleep comfortably. You know, I never, I never developed that knack for sleeping in a car. You didn't? I, no. I don't do it regularly, but on a nice, you know, car camping, I, I prefer that over a tent, I think. Oh, totally. Yeah. Me, too. Yeah. No, Glamping. I'll take the tent where you can spread out. <laughs> yeah. Give me the moho. Uh, moho. There you go. That's an upgrade. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's go glamping. And speaking of tra- speaking of travel, yeah. Uh, today we kind of we're having some fun. Call in the show at any time eight five five three four zero zone. And uh, you, uh, what did we come up with for our poll? Question well, I, I think in in honor of the time of year, what has been your favorite Christmas journey, and what's been your most. Uh, Christmas vacation-like journey. Yeah. yeah. What's your Christmas <laughs> or vacation stories? Uh, yeah, Christmas in. vacation stories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know there's got to be some good funny ones out there. And it was the uh, yesterday, yesterday and the day after Christmas are the two highest travel days of the year for airline, for flying. The Friday before Christmas? And the, yeah, the Saturday, Saturday before Christmas. Oh, the Saturday. Yeah, and then, yeah Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And the day after. Uh, I, I I couldn't do it. And I'm not much of a road trip person either. I, I prefer to fly. 
I just get bored after staring at the same horizon. For... It depends on where I'm going. Yeah, I just this, came one, back. this one likes to drive. Yeah, I just came back from Portland, so did a did a Ooh, nice that's... two thousand mile road trip yes. over five days. <laughs> Love well, the... the best part is you came back with uh, food oh, poisoning. All the way worst. Back. The, the last I'm... four hours from <laughs> Boise, from the Idaho border oh. to, to Salt Lake, were just misery. Oh. It was just me and eighteen wheelers. It was snowing and there was black ice, so every bridge you hit, you, <laughs> you're sliding. And you were sick. Huh? And, that's, and I was sick. <laughs> that is a bad drive, even when you. Don't feel. I mean, I've done that drive to Portland to hear. I don't know, half dozen, dozen. It's times. much nicer on the Oregon side. Than it is. Oh yeah, it is. You Although you know, Oregon has some NASA. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was my Christmas vacation uh, travel this year. <laughs> yeah, Car so, sick on the way back. So from Oregon. make sure you call us up, get us on the phone line, and yep. uh, we'll get more into what he ate. And how he got sick <laughs> as the show goes along. And, he can't tell you. Uh, what didn't I? <laughs> yeah, food poison's no fun, but uh, Portland's a great city, so... Oh, yeah, love I, it. I hope Still you had, had a good time. Yeah, give give me time. the coast of Oregon. Outside. Portland's nice, but I'll take the coast. Yeah, yeah I agreed. Uh, I spent a lot of time in uh, Newport, Oregon, yeah. so... What's it, what what is taking you there? Uh, my my parents have a home up there, so... Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah so, we visited Newport when we were up there, too. Yeah. I, uh... I go there more. That's my number one vacation spot because I have free lodging. And yeah. It's amazing how much mm-hmm. more fun you can have when you when don't you have to spend it on a hotel. Amen to that. Or yeah. something. So yeah, hotels are not cheap anymore. Plus, Newport's anymore. just a beautiful city. Yes, In fact, it is. don't listen to me and don't go because it's less fun when it's crowded. That's so. right. Actually, it doesn't, Newport doesn't get. Lincoln City gets more crowded. Yeah, they, than they get crowded up there. But it's and a, so does what's the one further uh, north? Uh, there's Depot Bay. Depot Bay. North. Depot yeah. Bay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we used to fish out of Newport. Oh, nothing now, better. Salmon man. fishing, yeah. tuna fishing. Yeah, the, the the PNW, as they say. Yes. The locals call it is a great spot. So, yeah, call us up. Give us your either most fond memories or uh, your most Christmas vacation memories <laughs> on a holiday trip, preferably that you flew in. And uh, maybe, you know, but there's always some driving on vacation. <laughs> Uh, I've sat in on the show. We've done your scariest winter drive. So if you even if you've even if that was your pick, let's call in, give us a story, yeah. and uh, love hearing stories. Uh, Christmas, Chris. Everyone has that memory of driving around on Christmas with their family when they're young. Yeah. So you're skiing this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got the Icon Pass. Yep. Yeah. So how are they checking the? star the mountain star on the tires going up the canyon they're not oh, okay they're, they're not <laughs> oh okay. but i don't think that was part of the plan no the plan was with. to cite you yeah yeah if it's, you get stuck it's if you get stuck and if you cause problems mm-hmm. and you don't have the the mountain star um on the on yeah. the tire you what is it a thousand dollar or fifteen i did i haven't seen the fine it's a yeah. healthy one I, th- I think they modeled this law after what colorado's done yeah. over there which, which I think is smart. You know, yep. you shouldn't be going up in the canyons. You shouldn't be putting your you life in others' lives. You slicks up there? No, no. Let's, <laughs> let's keep those down to the, to the track. That but, was high school. Well, the, <laughs> the, the canyon roads are only as good as the worst in, driver and the worst car yeah. on them. And so we all need to be conscious of that when we do go up in the canyons, that, that our car is safe, that we have the right equipment, and that we're prepared for, for what's going to exactly. come our way. So Yeah, those tires, are they make such a big difference. And I think people sometimes, they're, they're in the valley, and they think, oh, you know. Only snows a couple times. I don't need to worry about doing this for my vehicle. But you, like you say, you need to realize when you go out of your maybe mm-hmm. your area, yeah, and you start heading it. You need to be prepared for this. It's, it's like when they say chains only. Like they mean that stuff for your safety. Yeah, for yeah. your safety, yeah. and don't just 
don't just think, hey, I, I've done this a thousand times. I'll be fine. Because you never know, especially on those switchbacks and some of those canyons. Oh, oh yeah. The, the S turn of death. Yeah. Well, the, it, wasn't, it wasn't a good start to the season. I think on opening the, the opening weekend, um, it took about five hours to get back down the canyon. Whoa. Um, just, I think that was if, if you were lucky. If you were lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty crazy. I did see this morning on the Salt Lake Tribune that UDOT's doing a, a study on the feasibility of putting a gondola up mm. from the base of, of Little Cottonwood to, to the resorts. I wonder so, how that would take a while. Yeah, I think they're they're estimating the travel time would actually be a little bit slower than, than currently going up. It, it would be about 38 minutes um, to, to Alta, where it's currently about, I think, 32. But... Oh, uh, for six minutes, stick me in a gondola. But, but yes, especially yeah. if you're not, you don't have to deal with with traffic and, yeah. and driving down on icy roads, I think gondola would be a great idea. But it it sounds like it's going to be really expensive. Yeah, I can't imagine no. that could be cheap. <laughs> so the, now now the idea is okay. Who pays for it? Is it the resorts or is it the taxpayers? So that usually, well, I think it's probably that, a combination of both. I think you charge a fee to. Yeah, you block the, you, block you from driving the, up the canyon, toll and, the canyon, and, and charge a five or you know five or six dollar. I think they got to do something. I mean, with the, the current status quo is not going to work for for much longer. Have you been up to Solitude this year yet? No, I'm going to go tomorrow though. It'll be interesting to see how many people are parked down the road because there's a lot of pushback. I mean, give Solitude credit; it's kind of the chicken or the egg. They uh, put in twenty dollars if you drive up by yourself to park on yeah. their on their lot, and if you have three or more, it's five. Or you can buy if your seasons pass up there. I think is one fifty for the year. I don't know if they're letting people park on the the road anymore. I think um, they're still the, doing it. Are they? They're still doing. From are what they, I understand, they're supposed to to cite those people because I think part of the idea was they expanded the lot at Solitude. They added another, I think, two hundred spots because there, there's now another lot right by the base of the quad at Eagle, um, whereas before there wasn't anything mm. there. So I don't know. Maybe they're not enforcing it yet, but that was part of the idea. Well, yeah, they, they've got definitely got to do something, well, uh, and then UTA is running up every 15 minutes, I think. Yeah. Part of this is, is we have these great resorts and everything, and when more and more people come in, we got to start thinking of more feasible ways to get everyone up to these With, yeah, places. Yeah, we're, we're loving our canyons to death right now. Right. and I, I Winter, just, summer, and fall, we're just right. killing them. Even well, Oktoberfest, like getting up to Snowbird oh, now, five years joke. ago, it yeah. was completely different when you would drive up, and yeah. you got to start thinking of carpool. I know people love to, you know, they... We're in the West, we don't work, carpool. Yeah, or they're in, <laughs> after work, carpool they have down. their skis in their car, and they just want to go, you know, they want to get a couple runs, but there's got to be, like the gondola, like you mentioned, There's there's... There's going to have to be some serious conversations about getting thousands and thousands of people up these canyons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we got to also be careful what we wish for because yeah. it's it's something that we've been marketing. You know, we've been pushing greatest mm-hmm. snow on earth. Come mm-hmm. visit our well, ski resorts. Yeah, take away from the ski yeah. resorts. Let's go to Zion's or, yeah. or yeah. Arches the, the, or the, the big five push yeah, and everything five. that we've, the marketing we've pushed plans them been, so well. Been, been so su- it's been too successful, mm-hmm. and we we don't have the infrastructure now yeah. or the the roads and everything to to handle all the traffic. So yeah, if you look at you know Arches. There's not a good way to put a shuttle system in there. That park is so large and so spread out. Yeah, it's not and like Zion's where you're seven miles and everything's right there. Yeah, and the the amount of people visiting these parks now is oh, it's huge. insane. Yeah, so, it's tenfold insane. what it was. But it's like you say, we you know, 
the we live in such a great state for these kind of things. Of course, we're going to market it. Yeah, but you got to. <laughs> but on the other hand, but we, now we, we can't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many hey, people. Hey, we're here. Don't you come now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I say, we not talk, my yard. We talk about it. Buy our videos, and we'll, yeah. we'll send you nice pictures of what it looks like. Well, so if you're heading up today to the ski resorts, should be a nice day. Should be a nice like day and carpool while you go up there. Go to Solitude, Carpool, it'll save you fifteen dollars. Yeah, yep. so take the bus up, do something. Yeah, if they're running buses every fifteen minutes, that was always my biggest complaint when I was skiing up there. As a, yeah. as a youngster, you couldn't get a bus, but you know, a couple times a day. I, I haven't skied or snowboarded since I was a kid, so I just it's too expensive. Too expensive for me, and I don't like falling. So <laughs> it's That's, fun, on and snow. I'm not very good. <laughs> so that was part it, of it. It only hurts for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then you or get a week cold, or a you know? month. <laughs> For me, I, you get all that snow running up your back, and it's like. But yeah. you know what? I I'm happy that everyone else is enjoying yeah, it. Skiing, skiing, snowboards, snowboarding are a lot of fun. How's the snow up there this year? It's oh, been, it's been a great, been good? great start yeah. of the year. Yeah, I think We've been uh, getting a lot. Alta snowbird. Yeah. They have 60, 70 in, inch bays. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's I think been. Brighton or Parksy is looking the other day. It has. 48-inch base. It's pretty deep yeah, already. Which, for, for mid-December, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, with all the but, snowmaking everybody's doing, it's, they've really got this down to a yeah. science, getting open and, like, and getting skiable. It's nice when the snow comes in, clears out the valley, yep. and yeah. then gets up there and just stays up there. Yeah, we need a little storm here. I don't know if this little one before Christmas is going to pack much I don't punch, know. But I don't know. Yeah, it's, hopefully it's got to stir it up a little to, bit. To set in a bit. Yeah. I would yeah. say, you know, it's whatever aisle you're on, side of the aisle, it's nice to have moisture in the desert. Agreed. If you believe, <laughs> kind of need it. if you believe in change, or if you you know climate change or not, or whatever, whatever side you're on, it is. We live here. It is nice to get some moisture, no matter oh, yeah. where we are. It's, I always laugh at people like, oh, see, we can stop complaining about the snowpack. We got to 100 percent last year. It's like, no, yeah, but let's. Yeah, that was that's, one year that's out one of year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's just keep let's building. The yeah, I mean, Snowbird set a record last year. They've yeah. been up there since '73. Yeah. yeah, and 711 plus inches of snow. That was a good year. It's amazing. But amazing year. The year before that too wasn't was very pathetic. Was very pathetic. Totally. So yeah, last year was good. Uh, this is Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru, and uh, we're talking with Roger and George, and they are at both. One is at the Southtown location. One is at the Midtown location. Yep. Um, what is I've always wanted to know what is Christmas time like on a car lot on a dealership lot because. You know, it is the full-on TV blitz of all these dealerships. <laughs> it is the you cannot turn on a TV without tur- seeing twenty ads. Yep, you can't turn on the radio without hearing. Hey, put that big red bow on that brand new Subaru Crosstrek out in that driveway. What is it like on the on the lot? And especially this year, you guys are doing such a great. I love the Share the Love yep. event that Subaru does, and the the local charities that um, the Malinois Foundation mm-hmm. and also the sharing place. Yep. Sharing place. Uh, one provides they're try, you guys are trying to provide service dogs for, for veterans, veterans and, yep. and, uh, the sharing place, of course, a great place for children to go, uh, to be able to get help that they need when Absolutely. they're struggling. So, uh, but anyway, what's life like on a lot during Christmas time? Well, I can't speak for what, what <laughs> life's like on a general lot with all the crazy ads and sales yeah, yeah. that everybody does. Cause I've been with Suru for, for a dozen years now. And I think Roger has been almost, uh, or, yeah, about Ten. the same. So we, we, we know Subaru and, and, and we know that, that the holidays is about giving back. Yeah. So that's, what's important to us. It's not about the crazy sales. It's not about selling cars. It's, it's about the community. It's about our place in it. It's about giving back to that community and sharing the 
love. Yeah. Um, and so this year's theme is honoring hometown heroes. Um, and we've partnered with two great hometown charities, the Malinois Foundation, which we've worked for many years with. Um, they, they helped us with Blue and everything. And then also the Sharing Place um, that provides really great work. They, they take uh, great care of kids who have lost loved ones and provide a place where they can go uh, share their feelings and mm-hmm. heal themselves. So it's... I- and people, I, I don't think people realize like the the cost that goes into a service animal. It's like twenty thousand dollars. Incredible. I mean, I've, training and I watched this document. There's this show on Netflix. It's called Dogs that came out a couple of years ago, and one of the episodes is about the training. Everything goes. It's an incredible process. Yes. And uh, but it is it costs it costs money to do this, and uh, it's I love that you guys have put that, especially with the hometown heroes theme because there's a lot of people locally that we tend to forget about yeah. and uh, if we can help those locally we really do and then yeah. out, of, out of Southtown we have a, fall, a display for fallen heroes yeah. mm-hmm. and there's 278 combat boots representing every soldier that's lost their life since 2001 and some it's, are decorated by their kids. It's, it's, it's really touching. It's really touching the movie. And it's, just go into the South Town store to check that out. It takes up uh, half our showroom. Wow. <laughs> it's beautiful display, yeah. though. But uh, just go in there and check it out. And you, know, you, get, you can tell the, you know, the veterans because it certainly affects them a different way than it affects a non-veteran. But it's been it's been a, quite the experience. Yeah, yeah. And the, very humbling. And the share the love event over the years is not just I mean nationally from Subaru USA, it's like some hundreds of million dollars. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, the yeah, eleven really year amazing. total is hundred and forty five million dollars. Yeah, when they first started, they capped the amount they were going to give, and they've uncapped it the last yeah. seven years. So, the more we sell, the more we give. Yep. And uh, how is the event going? And uh, I know that there's going to be a a fun. Uh, at the end of the year, there's going to be the presentations. I know that Jeff was telling me that they changed it up a little bit, and there's going to be a, a party, and yeah, everyone's going to be party. there. It's, it's going to be, be, cool be interesting this year. We did something different. Uh, we're returning the love. Yeah, yeah this is return new. The love. Returning, yeah. The, return the love. This is brand new. We're uh, one of our lucky new car buyers that's purchased at Midtown or Southtown uh, starting November 14th through the 2nd of January. Mm-hmm. Will be entered into a drawing, and they have to be present to win. So there's that caveat. Mm-hmm. Approximately March 28th, we'll have the party and present the checks, and they have to be there. And they'll win $300 a month for 36 months towards the payment of the payment on their car. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. So we're returning the love. about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You share the love with us. Return, return. But the event's going real well. We've yeah. had really great feedback from customers. In fact, Absolutely. I get I get a few customers every year tell me that they actually wait to buy a car yep. until mm-hmm. share the love because they want to be part of the event and have their donation go to uh, go to the local charities. And we know it's great too. I think it goes along with the promise pricing that you guys do because it's it's so easy to yeah. you know you know what you're paying. Yep. yep. And then you're like, oh, I want to like that. If you have customers who are waiting. For the share of the love, they know what they're getting when they absolutely, go on absolutely. to the lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that the the promise pricing was, you know, people had a lot of questions about it when it started. <laughs> a few I years still do, ago. Yep. <laughs> but I, I just think it's such, it's the easiest way. I I can speak as a customer. Easiest way to get. Um, I worked with Steve uh, down at 
Yeah, uh, Steve mid- Page. Yeah. yeah, Steve Page. He's helped me twice. He's such a good dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's so much easier. And he helped my parents. It's just so much, such an easier way to well, shop. Take, and then you add the share of the love to it. It I takes a lot of the stress out of it. Yeah. Am I getting a good deal? <laughs> yeah. 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 It takes the focus off the negotiation because, you know, the, with the technology out there, with all these different TrueCar and Edmunds yeah. and all these different KBB, KBB websites that Consumers, go out and basically reports, do all yeah. the legwork for you, mm-hmm. yeah. why spend two, three hours in a dealership going back and forth and negotiating when you could be spending that time putting the focus on what matters, which is finding the right car for you, yep. which is ultimately why you're there for. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. I've been in the business 28 years, and it's amazing how much it's evolved over those 28 years. Mm-hmm. Where you, you know, when I got in the business back in 91 at our, at our Toyota store, you were <laughs> run back and forth with write ups with, you know, uh, Magic Marker, and yeah, it was all payments, no price. T- take hours. Hours. <laughs> You know, six, seven hours to, to sell a car is just ridiculous. It just takes all that out of it. Yeah. yeah. Now you come in, like you said, if you know what you want, um, you can get in and out in, in an hour or so. Yeah, two hours. If, 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 it takes about two. If you don't know what you want, <laughs> you can come in and you, we'll spend as much time as yep. you'd like. We can go through, test drive every vehicle. We're, we're just there for you yeah. to, to buy a car how you like. So and Two hours is nothing. Yeah. When no, you're buying a car. To- no. <laughs> I mean, I've spent longer there in the service area just because because when you have to get things done you got to get things done and i think that's the other thing that we don't really talk about a whole lot is our concierge service that Mm -hmm. i mean we have a dedicated staff of people that are there to explain the cars teach you the technology and we'll go over it with you as many times as you need they'll come out to your house and help set up the uh, home link system you know home link for your garage doors because there's a million different versions of garage doors out there and they're Somewhere pain. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Mine was acting up this morning. I can oh, get nice. my, my garage door to close. Yeah, I need to put a new. I needed a new garage door opener in my garage. It's, it bit the dust the other night. The joys of home ownership. It stinks. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Eight, About another thousand. Like a boat. Eight five five three forty zone. We're taking your phone calls this morning. Uh, anything you want to talk about in the car world, but uh, we're taking your Christmas day or Christmas travel stories as well. Whether it's your favorite memory or Possibly a we're calling it our your Christmas vacation memories. Exactly. Maybe your dad uh, in your wood paneled station wagon <laughs> got in a race with a old Ford Bronco. Yeah, or your uncle. <laughs> yeah, parked that motorhome. So uh, let's get out to the phones. Let's start today with Roy. Roy, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Roy. What's up, Roy? Roy, you got us now. Uh-oh. Oh, we're frozen. We'll get back to you in a minute, Roy. Get back Roy. to Roy here. Uh, well, there must be something else. I was channel surfing this morning driving in here, and another station was having the same problems with their Something going on in the show. phones, huh? Yeah, yeah it's uh, technology. Is, that's why I never get stressed about technology because- I don't either. Sometimes that's, it works, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. doesn't. You can't control it. Yeah. And it usually doesn't work right when you need it, Roy. <laughs> right when you need it. So uh, we'll get back to you, Roy. Hang out for us. Brian will get you- Back on the uh, on the line with us. Uh, do you guys have any other than your Portland trip? Any good memories of driving? Maybe for, as a kid. Maybe the car. A lot of people remember the car they drove in. I mean, you, my parents you know, had an old like I think it was called like a it's like a S Star van or something. Yeah. And it would the back seat would fold into a bed. Oh, and, nice. we would, and we would go. That was what we did on our long road trips. Yeah, we didn't travel. I grew up in a family of 10. We didn't travel ever. Yeah. <laughs> there was no no money in the family budget yeah. for that after you fed us all. But, uh, I, you know, I've had a couple of 
like we were talking about before we came on the air, I've been down in St. George and, and out in California about this time of year. And every time I've driven back, I have hit a snowstorm from that oh, you yeah. cannot see between Cedar City and... Oh, and, it seems like there's. It seems like that oh, they put I-15 in like a right weather corridor. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Could not have laid that out any better. And I was coming back from mountain biking down at Gooseberry Mesa and Zion's, mm. what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago. And um, had to get back here for a wedding reception for my niece and leave off mountain biking early, thank goodness. And I'd driving a truck and I'd been down to St. George and back up to Zion's a couple times. I figured, oh, I'll just gas and beaver when I get there, no big deal. Not prepared for a two-hour wait in a snowstorm. <laughs> I came yeah. in on fumes. I think I had a tenth of a gallon of fuel <laughs> left in it. But uh, And then the way people drive in that. I had a Plymouth Voyager van pass me like I was standing still. Oh, it's nuts in snowstorms. <laughs> yeah. You'd, you'd see, like when we came back from Portland, you'd see some like 18-wheeler just flying at 70 miles an hour while there's a whiteout and, you know, an inch or two of snow yeah. on the road. And you're going, dude, if you hit your brakes, oh, like, you're not stopping. And then you always see, you know, those, uh, like I think there was a 50-car pileup just last week on the East Coast. Um, and you yeah. see those videos, and it's terrifying. I mean, yeah. you'll see some cars that are, you know, st- fully stopped, and then a guy's flying by him at 50 miles an hour and just crashing head on into like oh, a, yeah, the back not, of a semi. Stopped. And and it's just like, what are you thinking going that fast? First of all, and are you not paying attention to what's around you? If everybody else has stopped, don't you think at one point you're going to come to a stop too? Nah, <laughs> we're invincible. <laughs> <laughs> rules, what stinking rules? And it always it just grows on itself, especially in those conditions where you don't. I mean, by the time you see brake lights, it's over. Yeah, you're, you're it's done. too late. Yeah. You're, you're done. So uh, be careful out there, people, especially on your Christmas travel plans, because there's going to be a lot of people out on the road this oh, wow. week, and uh, you want everyone to have a safe, safe Merry Christmas. Get there safe, get home safe. But you're right about <laughs> yeah. that spot down in the middle of the state. There's always this always time of year. A, yeah. There's always some type of storm. Yeah, and and I've uh, you know right around Price, it seems to be where I really get hit. Well, yeah, highways. Yeah, yeah. US six. Yeah, I used I, to drive that quite a bit down to the in-laws' house when they lived down there, and that's another interesting road that's just a death trap. <laughs> that does, <laughs> yeah, be careful out there. That's, yes, that's please, the base please, of the story please. here. All right, uh, we're gonna hit a quick break. And then uh, we'll try to get Roy up on the other side here and uh, try to get these phones figured out. And then also get on the line. We'll get you all lined up and we'll take your calls. Favorite driving memories in Christmas or anything you want to talk about in the car world. Uh, Coming up on the other side, a company is buying a lot of cars. We'll talk about what that means. And also a young young girl in uh, China got in trouble at a dealership. We'll tell you what happened. Can't wait to hear about that. Yeah, we'll tell you what happened uh, to her dad, who had to uh, pay a little bit of a fine for some mischief that she got into. We'll tell you about that and more. That's all coming up on Utah Car Sense, uh, presented by Mark Miller Subaru here on the Zone Sports Network. Uh, welcome back, Utah Car Sense here, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, we're taking your phone calls today. We've got the phone lines figured out, and uh, just a little technical snafu. And uh, for let's uh, jump first out. We've got a couple callers on the line. Let's get to Roy. Roy, thank you for hanging on. How hey, are Roy. you this morning? I'm doing awesome, guys. Good. Um, to be honest with you, my question for you is uh, kind of Christmas. We get Christmas music. And in, as far as car dealerships go, what are the top three jingles in Utah? I know you're going to put Mark oh. Miller Subaru number one. My personal favorite is Stockton 12, 
I think their jingle's ridiculous how they leave out 11, but I think it's just oddly, oddly catchy. <laughs> so that's why I want to know the top three jingles in Utah for car dealerships. And you can sing them if you want. Oh, you don't want that. Yeah, we're, we're not going to quit our day job. The, <laughs> <laughs> the radio stations equip everything will be freezing. You know, actually, that's, a, like, that's a great question. I, I don't want like the, I really enjoy the Mark Miller one. It's really catchy. I like our jingle. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to sing it on no. the air. Let's do it. Yeah, Come on. It's yeah. the Christmas spirit. No. <laughs> Dig deep. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I think Stockton, you know, Stockton does a good one because of that. It is catchy. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any other ones, honestly, right now. I just don't listen to a whole lot of... Uh, yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV. Commercial yeah. radio, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm on satellite or... Well, hey, it's amazing that yeah. the, the, the jingle is still alive and well, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to have a hook somewhere. Yes, you got to have a hook. Uh, thanks for the call, Roy. Uh, let's first get, let's get out now to... Uh, is it Joe? All right, we got Joe on the line. Good morning. Joe, good morning. Good morning. radio, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm on... Joe, you got us? We can hear ourselves. Turn off your radio, Joe. We'll check back. In we'll Joe. check back with Joe. <laughs> uh, I we're, wanted... we're, we're a wee bit delayed by the time it gets out <laughs> yeah. there. I, I, I teased this earlier in the break, uh, this or before the break. A father in China is forced to, or not forced, but he had to pay an auto dealer $10,000 last Ouch. week because Oof. he was out car shopping and his three-year-old daughter, she kind of slipped away. I don't have kids myself, but I assume- They're good at that. I assume oh, yeah, that kids, They're really good yeah. at that. I assume they get into some mischief. They get into cars oh, all over- yeah. And uh, well, she uh, she went around and she was uh, scratching cars that were out on the lot. Oh, just going around. Yeah. She was on the lot by herself. Yep, Whoops. she slipped away from her dad, and uh, she, it was she, she must have scratched ten, a, lot a lot of, of cars, cars. <laughs> if it was ten thousand. I mean, unless she just really, went really went to town. luxury auto dealership and uh, ten cars she got her hands on. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, and uh, let's see, it looks like the dealer they sued the man for twenty eight thousand dollars. Uh, and then because they let's see they argued that the cars could no longer be sold as new. Alone. Well, I don't know what the laws are over there. Yeah, and, it depends on it. Yeah. if it's a luxury Isn't it what's one. Inside or it looks this one's a this if it's a, a Audi, full but, repaint or you know yeah. you you might have that argument. But the, I don't they, know how a three year old can do that much damage that quickly. I mean, I know they can, but well, you give them some keys to play yeah, with. Yeah, you give them keys. <laughs> <laughs> some keys. And yeah, I'm no, actually I'm, knock on wood, but surprised that hasn't <laughs> happened. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like they, you know she just kind of she just did a little drawing a little, little yeah. drawing a on little that. graffiti on the cars Ouch. so uh that's uh that's <laughs> that's uh the joy of parenthood right we talked about the joy of owner homeowner oh yeah but, uh that's the that's the fun side that's of the gift that never you know you, you never quit paying on it <laughs> yep exactly so uh, they settled uh they sued for 28 grand settled on ten thousand dollars but i guess wow. if you if you take your young kids out uh, on the lot, Anywhere. Be, care- be careful. Them. Yeah, Make sure you, you know, know you, get, you get some kids that are a little more rambunctious yeah. than others yeah. on the lot. And yeah. that's that's the thing that's so frightening. You know, you watch it out your window, and I watch it out my window where oh, you yeah. have people driving through. They're not looking for kids, and parents let their kids run. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, and those are it can yeah. be narrow. Well, and narrow, yeah. and people, there's cars going everywhere, yeah, everywhere. on a car lot. Yeah. Everywhere. They're backing up. They're pulling forward. Customers are driving through, not paying attention. Yeah. Well, you watch know. your kids and be careful Please. out there, especially this time of year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get out to the phone now. We've got Joe on the line with us. Joe, good morning. Hey, Joe. Who are we talking to, me or somebody else? That would be you, sir. Okay. I turned that radio off as fast as you can <laughs> believe it. Anyway, I just took a, um, a drive down to Cedar City because I had a v- 
<clears throat> see somebody who's in detention down there, and she has nobody to see but us. So, so we just everything went just fine. We got down there, and the next morning we got up. We're going to go to breakfast. We start the car up, and it starts going, and then it stops, and it won't start again. Well. We figured it's probably the fuel pump, and lo and behold, it was the fuel point pump. But then we find out that the uh, defrosters don't work, and that there's a there's a little lever or something in a box there that that's broken. Yeah. It's, it, it's supposed to open up the vents and let the the defrosters work, and uh, they said that uh, the only way you can do that is replace the entire box and tear out the whole uh, dashboard. Yep. Is that right? I don't know which car you're driving, but that's not too far off on a lot of them. Yeah, I've I know. Of for that. example, on Jeeps, if the if the uh, baffle isn't moving, it's a thousand dollar repair. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was told that the box itself, <clears throat> because you couldn't just buy the lever, was uh, five hundred dollars, and to install it was another three hundred. That doesn't surprise me yeah. at all. Huh? Well, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah, working on cars, parts, and labor, I mean, labor is what really eats up the time. You're paying for someone's expertise on how to do it right and get that dash back together so it doesn't rattle. Yeah, and it seems like nothing's really made simple to replace no. anymore. You have to, you know, take off, like you said, the whole dash, which is a uh-huh. labor-intensive operation. And they so. sell it all in components and mm-hmm. not separate pieces. Okay. Well, that's the good news. <laughs> <laughs> or trade it in. <laughs> I don't know what what year your car is or how much you know how much wear and tear. It's Might a be. '78 uh, Durango. Well, you got your money's worth out of a '78. Durango's. Well, it's got to be a '98, right? All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, good luck, Joe. Yeah, Durango's weren't around in '78. <laughs> yeah, maybe a '98 or '98 or 2008. '78 yeah, something. He said Durango. Yeah. So. Hey, well, like <laughs> yeah. you said, though, got, probably got your money's worth. Out yeah, of yeah. Uh, that's a that's an expensive fix, though. Uh, uh, not really. No, you not see nice. some really, really really big repairs sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah an eight hundred dollar repair on a you know if, even if it's a twenty year old vehicle, it's not you, bad. Yeah, you you got to kind of budget for that. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, that's amazing how like one little thing can. Like you said, the expertise of having somebody have to go in there, not just the parts itself, right. but uh, that's, I mean, labor costs money. That's just, well, that's just yeah, the way of the world. And you, and, yeah, uh, you're definitely paying for the expertise it, of, it, of that individual. That's why I, I always bring, as dumb as it sounds, but I, people kind of... Uh, Sometimes we'll scoff at it, but I always bring my car to the dealership if I need any work on it, even just oil changes. For me, it's just I'd rather have the dealership that I bought it from work on the car. We're certainly no more expensive than any other independent mechanic out there. But it seems like that's kind of... Well, and you want to bring it somewhere where they have the factory trained technicians, because it's not just... Uh, you know bolts and um, you know oil changes and mm. things. It's it's computer repairs. Right. It's reprogramming. It's doing all sorts of things that um, it's a lot trickier to do. Um, yeah, cars are basically rolling computer mm. pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the IT computers. Yeah, Mark Miller yeah. Subarus are actually just car t- technicians. It's pretty. It's really amazing when you think about. It. I mean, a computer controls the engine. It controls trans. It different controls transmission. And on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Well, uh, thanks for Roy and Joe. Make sure you call in the show, 855-340-ZONE. 
and uh, tell us your uh, driving stories through Christmas time or the holiday season. And uh, or like Joe, call in and ask about how much a defroster lever is going to cost. Yeah, you. and I, I can understand the sticker shock of that thinking it's something stupid like that. You can just buy yeah. a lever to do it. That's not how they sell stuff anymore. Yeah, you can't it's just not, buy the one piece. Efficient. You got to buy yep, the whole component. Yep. So uh, and it takes a minute to open up the car and exactly. really take apart the dash to do that. So um, another story here out of uh, Amazon. We were talking about yeah. this off the air a little bit, but um, let's talk see. about a godsend for a couple of companies. Yes, for <laughs> uh, especially for Mercedes and Ford, the big van makers, Amazon. Uh, let's see, they bought up to 30,000 vehicles from these companies' vans in lieu of the delivery season yeah. and moving into their next I know during the summer year. they ordered 20,000 Sprinter vans. There was a yeah. picture of a, I mean, just huge area just full of vans. I don't know how many thousands were there. but Well, they're they're making their deliveries already. You yeah. see them in the neighborhoods. Yeah. And you see them everywhere. So much for the drones. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to have <laughs> flying deliveries. Right, yeah, not... So much for that. Can you imagine drones flying around here no, with I air can't. traffic control? And, you <laughs> well, know, you, you, know, you now can have Amazon open your doors and, and put, it in, you know, put it inside your house. I don't know. I don't I don't. I think well, I'll pass. I'll, I'll put up with porch pirates. Could you just imagine the the noise, just of, of how many <laughs> swarm of bees just what, descending exactly upon your be. neighborhood? I mean, we're uh, we're we're really not that many years away if the drones happen of just be getting used to just seeing just the sky just like, just yeah. disappear just constant yeah. constant movement of robotics up in the air. It'll be like a bad sci-fi movie pretty soon. <laughs> but that that's a lot of vehicles. And what I find interesting about this story is that they've already ordered a uh, hundred thousand new electric delivery vehicles from a company named Rivion, and uh, which Amazon. I guess they've owned it, or in some way they've invested, invested seven hundred million dollars yeah, into think it. Think about that: a hundred thousand vehicles from somebody that's never made a vehicle. That's a that's risky pretty bet. dicey. Look yeah. at Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rivian's been around since '09. Okay. They're, they're an American automaker. They've been founded in in Michigan, um, and they've got you know they've got a little bit of um, got some stuff some, out there. S- some you know heavyweights behind them. Some engineering talent, but they haven't shipped anything yet. Like you said, they're it's all R and D right it's, now. It's all R and D. It's all vaporware at this point until you start seeing these. I can't Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder. Like, is are they going to be automated, fully automated vehicles, no, I, or are I they? Highly doubt that. I don't know that would make would make sense to automate that car. Yeah, because yeah, you got to have someone there the to delivery. True. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As they say, it's the last miles getting it from the ve- you know the vehicle to the porch step. That's the most expensive for all these companies. And for people, because their stuff just disappears. Right. You said porch pirates. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't have any issue with it. Well, you see that? Did, you see that see video it. of the, the poor glitter FedEx. bob? No, no, I didn't see that one. <laughs> I was uh, talking about the the FedEx driver that was picking up a package um, from a customer's porch, and it was like a hundred and thirty pound couch oh that this gosh. customer was returning to Wayfair, and this poor FedEx oh. driver was by himself and just you know slipping and sliding because he's in the snow, and he ended up getting in trouble because he makes some not so 
um, G-rated comments, um, <laughs> and, and it was and it was recorded, and it was recorded on the on the ring video, ring. and and he ends up you know getting in trouble from, from FedEx because because uh, of what he says and everything. But I mean, do you blame him? I don't. Do you blame I mean, him? The, the poor dude's out there trying to lift the couch in a I'm, FedEx truck in a snowstorm. Nobody's out helping well, in him. Age we just, live in where yeah. just is like you know what I'm returning this couch via the mail. Yeah, yeah. Well, and most of the stuff that you get from Wayfair, my understanding, I've never ordered anything from them. But I have friends that do. If it's damaged or something's wrong with it, they tell you to donate it to charity and they'll send you another one. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, poor guy. Yeah, so it just it reminded me of that when we were talking about the the last mile and how that's the most difficult because it absolutely is. You can't, you know, just have drones flying around and these self-driving trucks going mm-hmm. through the neighborhood. It's it's just a it's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's uh, we're heading into the 2020s as we by the time you do the next car sense show it'll be the next decade and uh it's are we off there next week well isn't i don't know oh it's nine days until yeah so there'll be one more show (laughs) i was gonna say i'll let austin take care of the next decade show let austin jeff do it uh, (laughs) but we'll be busy selling cars that's right it'll be interesting to see what happens heading into the 2020s with i mean you talk about cars have mostly transitioned into computers and now you know the the clamor for the automo- automated age is kind of upon us because people want more and we're more still, stuff automated yeah. I think. cars we're still i think we're still 10 minimum 10 to 15 years off from fully minimum. automated cars yeah i i my cars i'm gonna, one of those uppity you know uh, millennials who would prefer <laughs> everyone have an automated car because then i would know exactly how long it's going to take me to get anywhere so you know, I, if that we would be all, nice. If we're all automated, nice. no one's crashing into each other, hypothetically. In theory. In, in theory. theory. In theory. I mean, the theory is wonderful, but think about auto, think about all the different conditions that you drive in in Salt Lake. Oh, I agree. And how do you automate? I know they can do it at some point in time. Yeah. But how do you write the code to make sure that code actually works? That's the, <laughs> that's the tricky part. Yeah. I, I to. You're right about all that, and you're never gonna. I I don't know if there's ever gonna be a time where it's like Minority Report, and everyone just says, you know, we're giving up our freedom of driving, but no more steering wheels for you. But yeah. but I feel like if I knew everyone was going even just like 60 miles an hour, or whatever they decided the speed was, and yeah. every car kind of knew what they were doing, I would know exactly how long it's gonna take me to get anywhere, and I wouldn't be so irate. That's at traffic that's, jams. In that's the what Waze is for. You know. <laughs> they actually did a study about that uh, at MIT, mm-hmm. and it was it was really interesting. It was based on big cities, so it wasn't like Salt Lake or, or you know Denver with some of the Mountain West cities. It was about like New York or, or East Coast, and they had um, um, they figured out if you actually have even twenty thousand self driving cars on the road, the traffic would grind to a halt. Really, oh. and it would it would be Why to where um, and they theorized because at that point it would be cheaper for the cars to keep driving themselves than it would be for them to park so the cars would just keep driving slowly through the neighborhoods and just gunk up the roads to the point where it would actually be uh slower to drive than to walk so the cars wouldn't park the cars wouldn't park get out and they would just keep driving around they would it would be too expensive huh huh interesting you know, well, I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I don't think my dream is just these, these all these <laughs> no, things that, that need to be wrong. need to be thought about, and it's you know, yeah. there's lots of unforeseen consequences to things right. that, yes. that I think people haven't really thought about when it comes to fully automated yeah. cars. Now, 
I love the technology behind what goes into making a car automated, but I think those technologies should be to assist the driver be a better Mm -hmm. driver rather than to take control away from the driver and give it to the car. That makes sense. Because you don't want anything. You want to still be able to have some manner of control. No, you. you, I want to steer the wheel. (laughs) You need to pay attention to what the heck's going on, so you can react. Same reason you have a pilot up in the cockpit of a plane. Yeah, something happens. I mean, you're on autopilot most of the time. Yeah, something happens. You want some expertise to take over and a be paying attention to take over, and be able to mitigate that problem. Well. Based on to bring this full circle, <laughs> this story about Amazon ordering a hundred thousand electric vehicles, yeah, still going to be people behind the wheel. Still going to be people behind yeah, the wheel. Yeah, but I'm, it's cool if you buy a hundred thousand. That if they get the electric actual thing to work, oh, I think it'd be great. Be awesome. I think that's a fabulous yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, especially in our you know um, valley with with yeah. the pollution problems we have. Hey, but especially. we'll just roll back the pollution laws. There's no pollution problem. No, no. Just pollution. ask our. Yeah. No, don't look outside. <laughs> just ask. The, just ask our wonderful president. Just don't look outside. Don't look yeah, outside. Just, don't believe the reality yeah, that you see. Put in on front those rose colored glasses. <laughs> His with, goes away. And with that, we go to Paul, who is on line one. Paul, hey, Paul, how, how are you? Paul? How are you? Well, I have kind of a Christmas story for you. It All was right. uh, back in 1963. I was in the service at Fort Orton, and I decided to go home for Christmas. I had a 1953, a 60, or, or excuse me, a 57 Mercury, mm-hmm. or hard and I got into Sacramento, and they said you had to have tire chains. So I stopped at the place there, and this old boy was there, and he told me, he says, I think you ought to put tire chains on the front wheel. I says, why? And he says, well, you're going to get in the snow, so it'll help you steer. So I put tire chains on all four wheels, and that's probably the only car that got over that night. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about so putting tire a- chains on the front wheels on uh- yeah, he just right, said yeah. you have to help you as a steer is all he huh. said to put it on. Makes so. sense. <laughs> yeah. Where was that at? It was at uh, Sacramento up over uh, Donner Pass. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, Donner Pass there. That yeah. gets real gnarly yeah. around. I, I just got a little uh, ditty for you. Okay. I'm just like an old red hawk. I'm doing bowling in the desert. But I'd rather be a cougar because I'm going to frolic at the beaches at Waikiki. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Merry Christmas Merry to you, Joe. Christmas. Or Paul, I mean. <laughs> uh, put, some, uh, put some chains on the front of your car and you can steer better. On that note, back to the on That, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, that, was that was awesome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Donner Pass gets a little gnarly. Yeah. If you believe the legends as well. Yeah, I've driven that through, not at, not at Christmas time, but um, w- was going to San Francisco and left Salt Lake probably at oh, 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and so crossed across at, midnight, at, at midnight, and oh, this fog just crept in to huh. where you couldn't see two feet in front of your car, and we ended up finding a little motel um, to stay at, pulled in about 3 o'clock in the morning, and it was like that scene from Bates Motel, where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to make out of this alive. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sleep with one eye open. Uh-huh. Gripping your pillow tight. Yes, uh, I don't think you get a continental breakfast. <laughs> no continental breakfast. You might get bed bugs. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> oh, it, was, it was an adventure for sure. So yeah, I wouldn't want to be a Donner Pass with a snowstorm and uh, being the only car going through. No. Yeah, I wonder how, you know, we've got 
the the western united states we've got all these crazy mountain drives that people have to go through oh yeah and uh i mean there's never i mean even if you're just trying to drive to denver well, one just, week you might have to go around for three extra hours just well and especially what did he say he was driving a 57 mercury yeah. i mean that's rear no wheel drive car no abs no any safety hey, they were fun anything to dri- it was fun to drive them back <laughs> real cars you can well, do yeah, a lot fun, of crazy things. Fun to drive, maybe not fun to have to go over to the Donner Pass. No. Yeah, I, I think like my parents driving to like my dad had like a '66 Dodge or something. And yeah. He would drive that thing in the winter, and I'm just thinking, how did you? I, I how grew does up anyone driving get, drive cars. Yeah. How does anyone get around in these things? Very carefully. I guess they were <laughs> in the seven, '60s and '70s. They were the size of boats, so they were pretty heavy. Yeah, least. but not all of them. I, not, I grew up driving a. Well, it had to be a 70 Maverick. Nice. And pile of junk car, but it got around okay. We just put snow tires on it. Yeah. You, you learned how to push cars out of the snow real, really <laughs> well as a kid back then. Yeah. You don't really see that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> My first car was a, it was like a 2000 Dodge Neon. Yeah. About the smallest, lightest car you can oh, get. Yeah, a terrible front, car in the snow. Little front wheel drive <laughs> little thing. Little front wheel drive, little pizza cutters on them. Uh-huh. We would... Uh, my dad, we would always put those snow tires on, and yep. it, it would make a difference, but it didn't seem like it made that much yeah. of a difference. But doing the little uh, cutback approach when yep. you get, go up a hill that <laughs> where you take about 10 hours to get <laughs> half a mile, but you're doing little you're zigzags. You're spinning 100 miles an hour. Yep. Oh, look, how did you know this car yeah. go that fast? Yep. I went a foot, now I'm changing the direction of the wheel, now I went another foot, now I'm spinning it back I, the other I can, way. Yeah, I can remember being in a uh, link. Uh, Lincoln LTD or Ford LTD, I forget mm-hmm. which model it was, but of my uncles and with my cousins would come back from skiing. We're trying to pull up in his driveway up on the east side and seeing the speedometer hit 100 is spinning up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I didn't think this car could go that fast. <laughs> then, yeah, all I had to do is catch and be like right straight through the garage. <laughs> you get a new transmission the next week because you've uh, burned that sucker I out of there. smoked it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, call us in. Thanks for the calls. We've had a, a few in this first hour. Uh, we're talking about your favorite Christmas drive, or I guess now we're getting into snow driving. Uh, you never know where this L- show is A little is bit be. of everything. Yeah, you never know where this is. You guys show. all ready for Christmas now? I have almost I'm ready. ready. Yeah, yeah, I got I all my shopping done. Did um, you, you ordered it all online, I'm sure. About 99.9% of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had a lot of those Amazon uh, vans visiting my house <laughs> over the last few weeks. <laughs> Any cursing in your uh, ring? No cursing, no no, no okay. porch pirates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm mostly done. I, I I just want to find something. One more thing for one person. So that's kind of cool. cool. But I'm, I I did some online, did a mixture of the other. I kind of enjoy walking through the mall with a cup of coffee. Oh, and no. just, yeah. I, avo- I avoid even taking State Street to, to work um, during fashion the holidays place, yeah. to avoid Fashion Place because I, I don't step foot in the store. Oh, I, throw I, don't. My, <laughs> I throw my headphones on so, you know, the people in the kiosk, oh, there the middle, you, that's they smart. leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, or I pretend I can't hear them. And then, and uh, then you just yeah, or like uh, do a little people over, watching over Trolley Square. You know, yeah. that's a nice little mall. And, you yeah. know, kind of walk around. There's some cool stores there. I kind of like that part, but I did do a lot of my shopping online as well when I couldn't find what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. It just you know, sometimes I like getting out there. Yeah, you, know, the you hear how online shopping it's it's ruining on ruining everything and it's closing all these stores right. and everything. And it's like there's more people in stores than mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking yeah, about. I mean, look at Best Buy. They probably have done one of the best jobs of combating that. They have, yeah. That and Walmart. 
Yeah, Walmart. I don't. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Only Walmart, but I mean they have done a good job of. But it is. Combating. It is starting to get crazy out there because more and more people like me. I this is the earliest I've ever shopped. And it was wow. like, oh, like, you're a last minute shopper. Then you're one of those guys. One of those. I'm a Christmas Eve at the mall looking panicked kind of guy. Yeah. Wait, that looks good. That yeah, looks good. Exactly. Give that. me the receipt. They can take it back. Yep, that, that is me 100%. But this year I did a lot better. I just decided, you know what? Got to get out there early. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it feels relaxed. I feel better than I ever have. Yeah, I can remember when my kids were younger. It's like one year, I'm going to get my shopping done in October. Got it done. Mm-hmm. And I'll be darned if they didn't change what they wanted by the time. <laughs> they wanted more presents. I ended up taking, no, took everything back and, and cha- it was never again. <laughs> the gift receipt is a, uh, the returnable gift receipt is a godsend. Yes. Yeah, two, two months in a kid's life is forever, so <laughs> everything will change. Two minutes on I, I, almost, I learned that the hard way that year. <laughs> two minutes in a kid's life, if oh. you open enough toys for them yeah. on Christmas Day. They... And the really funny thing is they usually end up play, playing with the biggest box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. They the, sit, the commercial they on there the where the kids think she's flying around in a uh, Star Wars uh, ship. The X-Wing. Or the oh, X-wing. Yeah. 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 Oh, we could have saved our money and just bought her a box. Yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> you guys are staying in town then for the holidays? Is that yeah, the plan? This will be the, we're coming into the busiest week of the year just about for us. Yeah, oh, really? We, we yeah. don't ever take time off really yeah. during the yeah. holidays. It's it's too busy. <laughs> and then is uh, there a push towards the end of the year kind of thing? And you know, we stay don't change our busy? we don't change our strategy at all. We just like push it. you around yeah. and away we go. Yeah, we're going to give you the great same service, yep. same great pricing we've had all year. Just nothing changes. And how long does the share the love event? January second. January second. Yeah, okay, only a few more days yeah. left to get in so, on the action. So yes. if you've been been thinking yeah, about a Subaru. Do some good. Three hundred dollars per car, new car that we sell. Yeah, go to charity. And, and if you're not in the market for a new car, you know that's okay. Just come on down, learn about um, the, these great organizations, yeah. learn about the Malinois, learn about the Sharing Place, how you can get involved. If you can't donate money, donate your time. Exactly. Um, it's there's lot, lots of great ways to, uh, to help out. Is the oil filter thing still? Oh yeah, yes. I'm and really I forgot that just hit yeah. me that even if you're not purchasing a car. Get your um, oil changed there. You get your oil changed for every oil filter. I believe it's five dollars. Yeah, you don't have to have a Subaru. We yeah. we work on all makes and models. Yeah. Um, just come down to the Mark Miller Quick Lube at Southtown or Midtown. We're doing and what about eleven to twelve hundred oil changes a month out of those. Oh yeah, it seems like that. And that's not more. And I believe that's new, right? That's the, new this the oil year. filter. Uh-huh. And yeah, I, so, I think that's a great because not everyone's going to go buy a new car. No, right? no, and that's no, just we don't how expect it is. people and, to. And, 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 but five bucks can go a long way, especially if mm-hmm, all of exactly. a sudden ten people go and get an oil change. That's fifty bucks into this great, yep, yep. great cause for the Malmoff Foundation and the Sharing Place. So uh, go get your oil changed if you don't go get a car. That's a great way. I Absolutely, think, to, come service it with us. We'll and. Take uh, care of you. They'll, they get you in and out of there so fast. In fact, I gotta go we see. <laughs> I gotta go see our friends down there at yep. at Midtown to get my oil changed. Awesome. Yeah, uh, my car burned out of court real quick. It was weird. But oh. It just happens. Mm-hmm. Filled it up and we were good to go. But <laughs> I'm, go. I'm gonna go let the professionals look yep. at it for. Uh, yeah. But yeah, every oil filter five dollars will go to the to the share the love event, which uh, I think is a great way to do it. Yeah. And uh, go buy a car if you have been waiting. Go check out the cars and yeah. uh, heading into the. 
2020 season. Yeah, we've got all 2020s. I think you have, what, four 19s left on the ground that are great buys? Yeah, I've got a couple oh, okay. couple Ooh. legacies Three legacies. Left, but, um, You're out of a sense. Out I've, of I've got else. great inventory yeah. on 2020s. This is probably the best this inventory the best we've, we've had. stocked up in a year. For the holidays, yeah. We're usually saying, we don't have a lot of uh, cars uh, left. Come but, get them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you guys yeah. cruise through cars, it seems like. Yeah, it's been crazy this year. Uh, what's the what's the hot car for Subaru coming into 2020? Oh, the Outback, Outback. right now. Yeah. Outback, man. The new Outback, one. Crosstrek, Forester, all three. I Sands. love those Crosstreks. I think that is such a cool car. That's a fun one. That's probably going to be my next one. I'll come they are see fun you guys. Yeah, if you come on our showroom floor, and we have uh, got a manager that loves to accessorize vehicles. We have a, a scent that we just finished. He just finished doing that uh, two inch lift. Push bar light, you know, LED lights on the bar on the front of it. Nice and mutters. We were talking to that'll <laughs> get you up the canyon. Yeah, it will. It's, it's going to be a little loud, and noisy, but it's, <laughs> it, it looks good. I was talking to Jeff last time I hosted. We were talking about SEMA. Yeah, and uh, he was showing me kind of like the there's a front winch that's yep. going to be coming to that you can accessorize like a cross track with. Cross track, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, which is kind of cool to see on a, it. Looks like a like a army car out there once yeah. you throw all that stuff on it yeah we've got a uh, sport forester on the showroom floor again a two inch lift all train tas on it like the turbo forester no they don't do that anymore oh they don't no nope. <sighs> nope they did away with the turbo last there. year was the the 2019 yep. was the last model year for has, the xt has rock sliders you can get the it. xt in an outback now though oh okay. outback yeah. and legacy okay. both yeah, yeah. Sweet, oh, sweet. rock sliders on it and uh light bar on the front and two up on the hood on the back of the hood, uh, LED lights. That'll Looks get you up the canyon and, way cool. and, and blind the people coming at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break. We'll be back for the next hour here on Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. We'll get into some news around the automotive world, as well as your phone calls, 855-340-ZONE. Uh, anything you want to talk about, in the, if you've got any questions about your vehicle or questions about a Subaru, how to get into one, these are the two guys you want to talk to that can help you out when it comes to that. Also, taking your driving stories around the holidays. Uh, where have you been? Was it fun? Uh, was it snowy? Was it scary? Or was your uh, was your uncle out there in his RV going crazy, dumping some stuff into the sewers where he shouldn't have been? So uh, we'll talk about that all coming up here on Utah Car Sense, presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Did you know that one in 16 kids will lose a parent before they turn 18? Some of these unfortunate losses result from the brave service of first responders and military.